Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will ya? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. What is going on, Raider Nation? Micah, along with Tyler here, with another episode with the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. Tyler, how are you doing, my man? Dude, I am busier than a one-armed wallpaper hanger this week. I uh, came out of semi-retirement after three weeks of not working. I'm trying to get a physical therapy clinic back up and running. So I've been nice. busy, man. But how how about yourself? How are you? Dude, I'm pretty much wallowing in the mire uh, after this 0-3 start. I have, I have lost all confidence uh, in life uh, to continue on. And I it, every day is just a grind. And... And getting up out of bed um, has really just become a struggle. Uh, I'm gaining weight. Uh, it's it's uh, my ankles are shaky, and I'm not eating well. It's it's really been a bad deal, and and I don't know, man, how many more Sundays of this of this kind of football I'm going to be able to take. But you know, it's it's if I if I've gotten through the last 16 years, you know, uh, what's what's another year? You know, what's another year of of uh, of poor play and question marks and restarting. So, you know, I guess, uh, I guess I'll make it, but uh, you made fairly, it through Jamarcus fairly. Russell. You made it through yeah. uh, Dennis Allen, True. Uh, Tom Cable, uh, throw Tony anything Sperano, else. rest his yeah. soul. Um, goodness. Yeah. We, you've made it this far. You're yeah. okay. We're yeah. okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll Just get another there, rebuilding year. Another 16 years. Maybe we'll be good. <laughs> Dude, I, I, honestly, my hope is before I pass away, and I'm 25 years old, so I figure I've got at least, I, I feel like I've got at least a good 50 years left. If we can win a Super Bowl sometime in the next 50 years, I'd love to be able to just cherish, you know, that moment. Know what it feels like, man. Know what it feels like to see my team on top of the world before I die. And, you know, I've got 50 years, but, you know, as each year passes, you know, my, my odds get a little slimmer and slimmer. So, I, you know, it's I'm getting a little nervous, but I still do, like I said, have, you know, Lord willing, about 50 years left at least. Uh, if my wife has her way, I'll be alive till about 105, uh, which I do not support. But uh, uh, but if she gets her way, that's that's as long as I'll be living. But uh, is, it and if I, if I, is it greedy of me to just want a winning season? No, I mean, you know, I know we at this had point, that two two years ago, but all I want is a winning season before another one before I yeah. die. I don't know. That that you know, is, is that, that too, too much, much to, to ask, ask for? Yeah, at this point in life, you know, you, I'm taking what I can get. You know, maybe string so, like three years of winning records together. Yeah, you know I what? Let's do that. Eight and eight. I take eight and eight. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's my thing. It's like you know, I, I'm not even asking for you know. Uh, I, I wouldn't settle on just a single winning season. You know, give me like three good years. You know, yeah. give me, give, you know, let, let's at the very least, let's, let's, you know, move up to the Bengal, you know, level of play where, you know, we go nine and seven every year, maybe 10 and six, 
you know, we lose the first round of the playoffs or we get knocked out, you know, in week 16. You know, just give me – I'm tired of being in the basement, man, and the butt of the jokes and the laughing stock and, and having to make excuses that by week four or five every season we're excited for the next year's draft and we're excited for the, you know, next year's free agency. I want to live in the moment. You know, I want to enjoy an entire football season instead of enjoying the anticipation through uh, during August. And then by the end of September, I'm like, well, you know, I guess college basketball starting soon. You know, I'm tired of that, man. I'm tired <laughs> hey. of that. I've got something that might cheer you up a little bit, though. Oh, hit me with it. We've got a couple, a couple uh, shout-outs for this week. Um, oh. We got our first few five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, and we got our nice. first review uh, by Drew B 44 uh, saying it's the best Raiders podcast he's ever heard. I don't know if it's Woo! the only Raiders podcast he's ever heard. I don't care. <laughs> We're the best one. So uh, thank you, Drew B. Um, yeah, thanks, Drew. And then uh, we also got a new follower on Twitter who's, I think he's fairly well known in the Raiderverse, uh, Mr. Sittin' Duck. And, oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sittin' Duck, for following us on Twitter. Uh, and responding a couple times too, I appreciate we we appreciate that. Um, yeah, absolutely, very much. dude. Sitting ducks, just a gem. You know, if I, during my time on Twitter, uh, the the dudes, I don't even know who it is, man. And that's the beauty of it is the uh, you know an anonymity of of sitting duck. And I I have no, I mean, it could be uh, it could be a sixty year old man, you know living a retired life in a cave somewhere which is kind of what i picture a sitting duck to be but uh, he's he's super cool he knows a lot of his football and uh if you don't follow him already uh he's a fun follow and uh uh yeah he's pretty cool so thanks thanks both to drew and sitting duck man that's that's awesome is you know this is only episode four we're slowly getting going we're, we're on the grind but you know we're here for the long haul man and, and as much as as we complain about the Raiders and as we're critical about the Raiders and it's tough you know to swallow this 0-3 start like we said before man we've been through so much more than this and this team does have a lot of talent on it we'll get to that um so that you know there are reasons to be optimistic reasons to be hopeful even though it hasn't started like anybody thought it would for sure so but uh Dude, fantastic! Any other shoutouts you got there? Was that is that segment one, man? Uh, no, I think I. Well, I mean, I always have shoutouts. Like, I know my 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 brother-in-law and my sister. They're always like, and my brother too, for that matter. They're like, yeah, man, we we really like the podcast. None of them are Raiders fans, but you know, they're like, they recognize greatness when they see it, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Heck yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Well, hey, let's run over, literally, let's run over. Um, let's run. <laughs> let's run. Let's run over last week's game against Miami, another heartbreaker. Heartbreaker! Heartbreaker! Uh, we're going to go with the segment, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the Miami loss. You know, man, we're going to switch it up this week. You know, we've been going, you know, uh, back to front. You know, I, I, I'm not a superstitious person, but I'm also not not a superstitious person. So let's go to ahead quote and go. The great Michael Scott. I am not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. There you go. There you go. Exactly. That's that's fantastic. So we're gonna do the good and the bad and the ugly from last week's game, man. 
Give me the good. You you kick it off oh, this week. Oh, we're starting off good? with the good. Yeah, uh, we're gonna start off with we're the good. End I'm telling with you, the man. Ugly. Yeah, we're gonna end with the ugly. We gotta switch it up a little bit, man, because I, like I said, you know, I'm a little stitious. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. So maybe we need to change things up. Get this vibe, you know, going up. You know, going. Get this vibe rolling in a little bit different direction than we have the last few weeks. Maybe that'll turn things around. Uh, you know, not only here, but. Uh, uh, you know, for the Oakland Raiders on Sunday. So give me your good, man. Kick a, kick off this segment. Give me your good from last week's loss to the Dolphins. Oh, another loss. But you know what? Another great first half. That's my good for this week. A great yeah. first half. Great uh, first drive by Jordy Nelson. Um, oh, yeah. And this, I think this, he had 151 yards receiving in the first half. And a touchdown. And then he went completely silent in the second half. But, hey, you know, life is good in the first half. We are kicking butt in the first half. Also, the fact that we have led for all but 22 minutes and some odd seconds in all of our games. We have led and held the lead out of three games. Out of 180 minutes of football. We have we have led for we've we have not led for twenty two minutes. That's yes. incredible. That yes. is incredible. I mean that. Uh, see, that's why. Gosh, it, this it's why it's so aggravating. But also, there's so much reason for optimism. It's because it's like, like what Marshawn said. You know, after the uh, at, you know his his post game interview uh, with the trash can. Um, you know, it's like we're right there, man. It's we're just a play or two away, and it really is. And that's what makes it so heart wrenching. But that's why also, you know, I'm gonna keep coming back because you know this wasn't like the games of old, man, where we'd go into a game, we had no talent, and we, you know, kind of expected to lose. It was like, look, you know, we, you know, we got Jamarcus Russell as a quarterback. We've got you know no receivers, got no offensive line. You know, uh, we gotta hope you know a blind squirrel finds an acorn. But that's why uh, you know, Johnny the, Lee Higgins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but the, this Derek team does, Hagan. Yeah, uh, Jerron Kreiner. Oh, yeah, man. So, so the, the, it's it's there, man. The talent's there. We just got to learn how to put it all together. I put it all together for four quarters, you know. Uh, but my good this week has to be Marshawn Lynch again, man. This this dude has just been. Not I, I was really encouraged. You know, it's pretty dismal after the game, especially the way we lost again in the second half. Um, but you know, to hear Marshawn Lynch, you know, keep you know some words of encouragement, keep this team up, keep this team motivated saying, Hey man, we're going to, we're going to write this ship. We're going to get there. You know, just kind of, I don't know, just gave me a little optimism during a dark time. And, and not only that, but dude, that, that guy's just had, you know, the last three games just had some beast touchdowns and, and he's really been kind of the, one of the bright spots. He's been one of the consistent spots on offense. And, uh, that's my good, uh, for this week is, is, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, moving on to the bad, unless you have any other good. Um, no, there's not much good. I was kind of crying, <laughs> crying Sunday, so. That's okay. I think, I think, uh, most to Raider Nation was. Uh, my bad this week didn't quite make the ugly list, but my bad was, uh, kind of, uh, the opposite of your good was, uh, unable to finish again. It's just, it, it's, we just keep talking about the same thing week in, week out, man. And it's just this, un, un, you know, this lack of killer instinct and it's really um once again you know we're up uh double digits oakland's got a chance to put this team away um you know multiple times to finish some drives off you know another killer interception in the end zone 
you know, a, a Bruce Irvin personal foul on a third down, um, a double, uh, just all this weird stuff, man. It's just, uh, what was it, third and nine? Uh, and then Dolphins throw for a touchdown. Uh, and we started our own like 45. Great field position, car interception, first play. You know, just well, things that, like that. Yeah, and to go along with that, um, on that third and nine, that was, uh, was it Mo Hurst? Or I think Mo Hurst got called for a personal foul roughing the passer. It was an incomplete yeah. pass. Would have been fourth and nine. Next play, uh, was it Kenny Stills? Went I think so. For the 34-yard so. touchdown? So, yeah, so Kenny, I mean, that changed the whole complexion of the game. One stupid, stupid call. And he even, I believe that's the play that Mo Hurst tried to help up Ryan Tannehill from the ground, and they still dinged him for it. And I'm just tired of this whole, well, don't land on the quarterback with all your weight. Screw that. Like, pardon my French, but screw that. It It's ridiculous that you're a 300-pound lineman, and you expect them to lay them on, down on a pillow. It's ridiculous. It, it's getting bad. Here, would you I like mean, a masseuse? Would you like a masseuse as I sack you? Can I touch you? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I mean, uh, you know, some people, I saw an article, people were like, maybe John Gruden is light years ahead of the game, understanding that, look, defensive ends are going to get dinged all the time for uh, – for roughing the passer, so maybe that's why he got rid of Khalil Mack. And I just thought that was hilarious. He was like, "Well, there's a little bit of truth in that, uh, especially after this week, um, this week's uh, penalties and, and and you know what poor, we saw with poor Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. Yeah, yeah, poor Clay yeah. Matthews. And you know, I, I think the funny thing is, before you know, we saw that the Dolphins lineman uh, put his whole weight down on Derek Carr on the drive before, just ran him into the ground. I don't remember the Dolphins, li- the lineman's name, but he ended up, I think he tore his ACL on that yeah, play, he did. but, but no flag. I mean, and he came down hard on Derek Carr and then, uh, but that's uh, why he th- tore his ACL is because he was supposedly trying to not land on him and his yeah. knee gave way and he tore his ACL. I don't believe that for a second, but yeah, thus you yeah. have it. Yeah, and, and so it's just the inconsistencies, and this is at some point, man. We just we need to we need to take the uh, the safety gloves off a little bit, and I'm all for safety, but man, this is also a contact sport. This is a violent sport, and I, all these guys go into this, you know, eyes wide open, understanding what they're getting into, and nobody's forcing them, you know, to play this game, uh, you know, not knowing you know the risks involved. And for me, it's just look, we're, we're gonna. I am, I'm all for safety. I'm all for trying to make the game better, but this isn't making the game better. This, if, if anything, this is making it worse, and it's getting difficult to watch. Um, and, and difficult. I mean, what's going to happen, man, when we see you know a critical drive in the playoffs, you know, die because of some very sketchy, you know, uh, you know, lowering the helmet rule or landing on a quarterback. You know that kind of a thing. It's it's gonna get bad, and I think it's got to get worse before it gets better. To be honest, um, but enough of that, man. What uh, ugly, ugly? We haven't got to the ugly. Let I haven't. I'm didn't sure there's get to do my bad. You keep skipping me. Oh, bro, my bad, my bad. You're bad, man. You're bad. That's okay. You know, I, I like bad. to hear myself talk. So you better jump in there. That's okay. <laughs> my bad. I like to listen to you talk too. That's why we do this thing. Um, defense in general. We're ranked number 30th in the league, and special teams is also horrific. 31st out of 32 teams. That is what where we are ranked right now. It is 
that is a, a crap oh. show. That dude, that's bad. I mean, that's that's bad. And I on I was one who believed that. Dude, I thought this defense would get better. I didn't think top ten, top twelve, but I thought fifteen to seventeen range. Honestly, I thought with the veterans in there and the coaching staff, and it is only week three. You know, we do have an interception already, which is great, um, which is an improvement from last year. Uh, we still have no pass rush though, um, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I'm I really am shocked to see. I mean, I didn't. I honestly didn't think we could get any worse, but somehow we have managed to um and again it's only week three we do have 13 weeks left but i mean when does that excuse become invalid you know i feel like i say it every week well we got 14 weeks left well we got 13 weeks left you know i feel like i'm gonna keep saying this till about week eight or seven then i'll be like well you know whatever it's bad so (laughs) i just i'm tired of excuses man i'm tired of excuse anybody can come up with an excuse everybody's got excuses i want to I've just I'm done, but I, I'm 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 hanging in there. So I think that's how I I hold on because it's it's definitely hasn't gone uh, gone the way we had planned, the way we had hoped, and honestly, the way it should have been going. You know, it, these aren't just blowout losses. You know, it's, those are almost easier to take. You know, it's easier to take a thirty-one to ten drubbing almost than it is to have a game in hand for three quarters and then let it slip out of your hands. You know, in the fourth. You know, week in and week out now. You know, for three weeks in a row. Um, so at least two weeks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the ugly, uh, I was, are you, are you done with your bad man? Can can I move on to this ugly, this ugly piece here? Dude, for me, let it, the the ugly, yeah, the ugly for me, man, is why, why have we not figured out a way to, uh, figure out some, uh, why does every other team, why can every other team execute a quarterback sneak and the Oakland Raiders cannot once again, we're another fourth down, fourth and goal, less than a yard to go, uh, and and car can't cars. Uh, what was it? car six three, two hundred and fifteen pounds? The dude yep. needs to lay down. The dude needs. We have we have one of the best centers in all of college or college <laughs> in all of NFL. We have two massive guards. Why can we not you know, get two feet, three feet? Why 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 can we not execute? A quarterback sneak. Now I understand we have Marshawn Lynch, and that's all fine and dandy. But in some of these plays, once again, we saw it this week. Man, that fourth and goal at the one. Carr should have been able to sneak that. You know, there are thirty other teams in the NFL. Maybe thirty-one. Maybe every other team in the NFL can execute that play at the at the goal line. A, a, a successful quarterback sneak for just a couple of feet and get a touchdown. Why why can we not do this? This is the second week in a row now where it's come back to bite us. Where it's like, well, this seems like an obvious quarterback sneak. I don't even care if the team knows it's coming. Usually you can, as a quarterback, man, you can, especially as a big quarterback, you can jump right under your your center. You can jump right under a center and a, and a massive guard and, and, and just get two feet. Get two feet. And I just, I, it stumps me. That's my ugly. And, and I just, I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for it. And I don't understand why we do not run it. Because two weeks in a row now, I feel like we should have, and it should have been executed successfully. And, you know, at the end of the day, had, you know, an entirely different outcome on the game, but it's not. And, you know, now, once again, we're coming up, you know, trying to come up with excuses or reasons why we lost the game again. That's my yeah, and I I've been talking with Birch for years about why in the Sam Hill, when it's fourth and one, fourth and inches, or even third and one and, or th- and third and inches, and the game's on the line, 
why do you run out of the shotgun, number one, or why do you hand the ball off to anybody? Sneak the ball. Drew Brees did it at least one time that I know of. He won the game for for um, for New Orleans this week, sneaking the ball from the half-inch yard line. And it's ridiculous. I, I don't know why either. I don't know if they're scared that Carr gets hurt. I don't know if they're just don't believe that he's got the lower the lower legs almost said lower extremities i'm i'm definitely getting back into work mode uh if he doesn't have like the the leg strength to push the pile i don't know what the heck their problem is but yeah i sure would like to see that and that's a great ugly take this week my my ugly for this week is mostly just the fourth quarter in general we have been outscored 37 to 3 in the fourth quarter john gruden said this week that that is his fault they need to execute better, blah, 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 blah. I'm done. Just, like, do something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I tell you all the time. And that's why I'm an overweight physical therapist on the sidelines. But it sure gets old, man. Doesn't it? Just, like, yeah. sitting there watching the ineptitude in the fourth quarter. Just, yeah. like I said last week, it just chaps my shorts. And it just unravels. And you can see it coming, too. And that's, it, it's yeah, like. you can feel it. Yeah, it's like this is like, oh, here we go again. Time to and I would screw even, something up. Yeah, and I would even contest our three points. I mean, that came in garbage time. You know, let's be honest. That three we got oh, yeah. last week, that was those were. I mean, this uh, this is all honestly is thirty-seven and nothing in in uh, the fourth quarter because that three was just garbage time points. Um, uh, yeah, and it's just like you said when you could start seeing it, and it's almost like you could feel it. You, you could see it in the play calling. You can see it in the execution. You know, when you have Cooper dropping third down passes, you know, when you have, you know, the, the penalty, the, you know, false starts on, on second and shorts, you know, in the, in the enemy territory on the other side of the field and just, just, you could just see it unravel and, and it's, it's the slow grind and you're just, you know, like with 12 minutes left of the game, you're like, we're going to find a way to snatch victory from the jaws or snatch defeat from the jaws of victory once again and i mean we we were calling it dude when there was like 10 minutes 12 minutes in the fourth quarter left and we were just going it's not looking good there's something not right it, it, the execution the, the way this team is is holding itself there's just it, it just, to, just looks totally different than than it did in the first and second quarters and then sure enough it comes undone they come unglued and here we are talking about another loss when this team, by all rights, should be a two and one team. Um, yeah, should be a two and one team, and we should have all the optimism in the world, and we should be right there behind the Chiefs in the division and uh, keeping up. Instead, now you know we have a lot of, you know, we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of people are, you know, including ourselves, man, starting to eye that 2019 draft, starting to eye <laughs> the 2019 free agency, and it's just like, why, why am I looking at this? It's week three, man. Three weeks have gone by, but uh, but I can't. We haven't had any optimism in so many years, and we're just like, well, here we go. I think it's habit. Yeah, it's habit. You know, and it's like it's like it's like all right. Well, maybe who you know who who we got coming up in the draft? We should be a top four pick, top five pick again. You know, and so I'm tired of having this habit, man. I'm done. I want to have a different habit. I want, like I said, I want to enjoy entire season. I want to be right there in the mix. 
you know, of a playoff spot come December and be jacked that, you know, we're a game up on a team and, you know, every game is exciting and tense instead of, like I said, come mid-October, I'm, I'm like, well, you know, there should be some good free agents this year. So, and, and I hate <laughs> saying it, I hate saying it, but that's just, that's the inevitable, man. So, but you know what? We're going to stay optimistic here, man. We still got 13 weeks left. We do have the, I, I still believe we have the talent on offense to get the job done. I, I, I truly do believe that it's just, we have a lot of, we have a lot of individual talent. It's not playing like a team yet. It plays like, it plays like a team for two and a half, three quarters. We, we just need to put it all together. We'll see if, we'll see if it happens this week against the Browns. We but before we see. get to that, uh, uh, we've got our next segment, Tyler's personal foul. Dude, we, we had a little bit of this last week. Uh, basically it's just ineptitude from the media. Uh, stupid questions, dumb comments that we can find in social media made by, you know, so-called, you know, expert analysts uh, that leave everybody, you know, scratching their heads going, what the heck are you talking about? So, Tyler, what do you have this week for Tyler's personal foul from the media? Uh, this one is, is comes from Vic Tafer. Tafer? Do you know how he says his last name? Because I don't. Uh, I think it's Tafer. Tafer. Okay, sorry I, I'm, once again, I'm Vic. almost positive. I doubt you listen to this anyways, but I'm sorry. Um, so he asked, uh, somebody asked Paul Gunther, the defensive coordinator today, about Reggie Nelson again. Uh, poor, poor Reggie Nelson. And uh, he's, Paul Gunther said, I watched the tape and I said this before. Reggie didn't cost us a game here or there. He knows what to do. Reggie gets a lot of heat. I don't understand why, because there's 11 guys that put this thing together. And I, I was telling you, Micah, before we even came on and started recording, when you are the lone safety in the back end and you get your top blown off, that's your freaking fault. I don't care who you are. That is your fault. Your responsibility is not to let anyone behind you. And you had one job. You had one job and you messed it all up. You done messed up, Reggie Nelson. You done messed up. So, so this week's personal foul, just to be clear, isn't against Vic. It's against. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Vic. It's, it's not it's Vic. Against, yeah, it's not Vic because you know he's asking the right questions. He's you know Vic asks the question we're all asking is why you know and I think a lot of people are wondering why did we bring Reggie Nelson back again? You know, do we not like Carl Joseph? You know. Um, and I understand he's hurt now, and I understand you know he knows you know Gunther's all, or defense and and you know the scheme, and that's you know main, you know one of the main reasons he played for Oakland. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just it's week in and week out. Now, like I said, you know last week we did give him praise against Denver. You know he made a couple nice open field tackles, but man, it is it's, it seems like once a week you can you can count on him to just just totally get beat and and beat bad. And, and how many it's... pictures did I send a view of him trying to catch up from about 10 yards back? I don't know, man. My, it was my, at least my two inboxes full of your pictures of that yeah, kind of stuff. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's a good point. And that's, uh, yeah. So that, that, that's this week's Tyler's personal foul from the media. Um, again, good, good call on the uh, question, Vic. Poor answer though. Poor answer. Poor answer, um, Paul. All right, dude. You you want to take this next piece here? This is one of yours as well. Uh, do you have any? Uh, do you have any of these bombs for us this week? Oh, the booger bombs. Yeah, man. Love did you get some anything? booger bombs. 
And for those Bombs of you who don't know, Booger McFarland. Yeah, Booger McFarland, the uh, Monday night analyst who is down on the field. I still don't understand. He sits in something that, that goes up and down the field. It's like it's like on a track, and he follows the team up and down the field, and he sits in it. Um, and he talks water way too much. And, and he talks a lot. And if it, you know, and I listened hard, and I don't think he was able to bring Khalil Mack up in the uh, Pittsburgh Buccaneers game. Surprisingly, yeah, and not. I was shocked too. He I, got if, if you would have given. He got close. Yeah, he did. He had John Gruden in there, but he did not continue that on to Khalil Mack like I thought he would. I have to give yeah. him props on that. Yeah, I, I do too. Crow. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought for sure he was going to figure out a way to uh, get Khalil Mack's name in his mouth, but uh, he kept it out of it, surprisingly. So, dude, do you have any booger bombs from uh, Monday night's game, or was oh, he clean not, this week? No, he was fairly clean. He did call Le'Veon okay. Bell a special person. I don't know what he oh, meant by that. Oh, that's right. But, special uh, per- wasn't it quote special person who ha- gets special attention who who requires special needs and special I, needs okay I, I don't know what he meant by that i think he meant like he deserves his money but you know I, yeah do, they were you, they were talking you, about he his really? deal i i don't yeah uh, we'll save that for another day another segment. yeah yeah levy on being punked right now by by james connor <laughs> he is literally uh, being punked by james connor that's true. I'm interested to see because apparently it's been, you know, the speculation or, you know, the the rumor is now the Steelers have opened up uh, trade discussions, you know, if any other teams are interested. I just don't know right now. I, you know, I can't think of a team off the top of my head that's willing to pay that kind of money for I his think services. he wants $20 million a year to play I running back. I think you're back. right. Yep, I and think you're right. And you can pick those guys up in the fifth round of the draft or undrafted free agents. Uh, yeah exactly exactly so uh, you know that, that i don't know man that, that's gonna that's gonna be an interesting uh story to follow but no burger bombs this week besides that little piece besides uh, him calling quite... Le'Veon bell a special person yeah yeah so that didn't quite make the list but you know it it's uh you know it, it's right up I there i still keep Booger my ears always... open for dumb things oh absolutely and booger is you know usually He's doesn't disappoint oh yeah nope. yeah i know and it's he's a fun listen um on on monday nights even if you're not interested in the teams playing uh you know you got to tune into booger mcfarland to get his uh his hot takes and expert analysis right there from the field we'd love it we'd love yep. it hot hot dude uh, you know what we're three weeks in I, i'm coming at you from the side here a little bit that you're you're not even expecting this question but i'm gonna dip into we're zero three in honor of three weeks done in the NFL, I want to dip into a little uh, culinary talk here. I want Ooh. you to rank for me, rank for me, Tyler, your top three meat groups. I'm talking, I'm talking pork. I'm talking chicken. I'm talking beef. I'm talking fish. I, I think I've covered them all. I, I guess lamb. That might be another uh, Ooh, lamb meat, is good. I meat like uh, group. So, so give me, give me from three to one. One being the favorite. Your meat groups. Oh man, Micah coming at me blindsided. Um, yeah, you like that? Broadsided you, man. Broadside. Okay, so my top three meats. Number three. It's got to be veal. I like lamb. Oh, I do like some lamb. A nice Greek hero, if you will. I like. I like lamb, rack of lamb. That's always good. Um, wow. I, yeah, I like that. Number two, 
is going to be fish. I love wow. fish. Uh, but I never get fish uh, because my wife uh, dislikes fish. My kids like, dislike fish, and so I get the short end of that stick. However, I do have some crappie in the freezer from Brownlee nice. Reservoir, and that crap is good. It is real good. You make some nice, nice fish tacos. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Fry them up. I'm digging put it. Them in, put them in that double corn shell. A uh, little bit of cabbage. And I'm not going to give away the, the family recipe. My brother might hunt me down. But suffice it to say, a little bit of cabbage slaw on top of that yeah. fish. Oh, buddy. Dang, son. Wow. Yes. Now, now I, this, this is worth mentioning because I just thought of it about this. Talking about different meat groups what uh gosh do crustaceans fall in the meat category i mean they do the protein right like, i'm talking like shrimp, shrimp crab lobster, lobster. yeah oh, like man, you know oysters all that kind of stuff i mean all Can of we that lump it all the seafood instead of fish yeah so okay so so would that be the what subcategory or whatever yeah. so so we'll you have seafood. seafood at number two okay 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 so so now does that bump out does that so are we lumping seafood in I'm with lumping fish seafood yeah seafood, okay okay fish Crab. That makes that's fair. That's fair okay. in my opinion because it's all from the water. You know, I, I think. Upon I think further we can... review, we have lumped together fish, crustaceans, as yes. seafood. Yes, you will not be charged a timeout. Thank um, you. Thank automatic you. first down. Automatic. Okay. <laughs> Always automatic. Okay. All right. Uh, so 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 veal number three. Veal is you number got three. Seafood and fish seafood number two. Is so number what two. is number one? Numero uno is a nice, fat, juicy, 28-ounce ribeye steak from Stockman's Ooh. Restaurant in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Shout out to Stockman's. It's a steak. I've eaten it three times. Three times or four times, the whole thing. It's a 28-ounce it's a ribeye steak called the Viking. That explains wow. it. Yep. Love man, I'm it. I'm getting hungry just sitting here talking about this, man. So, so beef. Then beef. beef is number it's one. It's what's for dinner. Oh, dad gum. See Along now, with okay. some nice, you know, some not. It, nothing's a meal in Idaho without some potatoes in any form. It could be baked. It could be mashed. It could be scalloped. It could be boiled. There you go. It, you know, any type yeah. of potato will do. I'm a big fan of of mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes with some country Ooh. gravy on top. Ooh, oh, but you so know that, what? Man. Here's another here's another meat group that I kind of forgot about that I may have to mention as honorable mention, and that is venison slash elk. They're probably on my honorable mention. Love me some elk. Okay, steak. yeah, you know that that that's fair because there are so many meat groups now that we're sitting here talking about it. So an honorable mention, yeah. So so um, uh, so hit me with your honorable mention one time. You okay? So number one, yeah, we got so beef. Beef. Number so two, we've yeah. Number two, we've got we've got uh, fish. And seafood. seafood. Number yep. three, veal. Yep. Or venison. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, and, no and, veal. And so, I'm sorry. Veal. Veal. I'm getting confused here because I'm I'm trying to think of my list here as well. Because man, this is tough now when I think about it. And your honorable mention is once again. I, I'm gonna. I've I've kind of got. So I'm gonna lump venison and elk and moose like wild game. Can we do okay. that? Okay. Yeah. That's wild that's totally game. Fine. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Because see. Now I'm thinking like fowl, you know, you got bird, you know, you don't just have right. chicken, you know, no, you, you got, you got, you got grouse, you know, you've got dove, pigeon, dove. Or not pigeon. I hope you don't <laughs> I've eat I've never pigeons. eaten a pigeon. <laughs> I hope not. 
You feed those to the cats or something. Yes. No, we don't eat pigeons. I'm, I'm thinking dove. No, dove. You can tell I don't hunt for... Uh, I don't hunt fowl. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Dude, I like it. I like it. Okay, I'm also, gonna... also okay. another honorable mention, and, and this one is just... It's a rare meat, okay? So okay. this is... This is uh, on my mission... Uh, I served an LDS mission uh, from 2005 to 2007 in Ecuador, and okay. we ate iguana one time. And iguana wow. is dang good meat, dang good meat. Wow, wow. So now, now, but I'm gonna throw a challenge flag here because you can't have two honorable mentions, man. We, we, it's we my go secondary ahead. honorable mention. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna challenge that play. You have to have one honorable mention. So you got to make up your mind, man. Mm. You got to make up your mind right here. I'm going to go I'm elk, gonna I guess. Slide. Elk and deer. Okay. But, uh, dude, iguana? Really? Iguana. Good wow. stuff. Oh, now we're talking about the big lizard, right? Yeah, we're talking about iguana iguanas. We caught them as they leapt from trees, like 30, 40-foot trees. And then you would catch them out of the air in your hands, either bare wow. or with gloves. And, uh, yeah, that, that was a great time. Then we took them home. Guy gutted them out, fried them up. Dang good stuff. Dang good stuff. Wow. So so you fried it. You fried iguana. Yeah. yeah. Really? Kind of like wow, uh, that... kind of like uh, I I can't re- remember if it had a kind of had like a little bit of a breading on it, but uh kind of a sweet almost a teriyaki-ish flavor. A lot of cumin though. A lot of cumin. Wow. Smoky good D- stuff. See, that, that's the great thing about this podcast is you can learn something new every day, and I'm learning this for the first time. I would have never thought that you could take that big old scaly lizard and fry it up and have a culinary masterpiece. That is like impressive. a cross kind of that between pork and chicken. Huh. Speaking of pork and chicken, dude, my, my number three... It's it's got to be pork, man. It's got to be the pork group. You got bacon, sausage, mainly for the bacon and sausage. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I love bacon and sausage. Who doesn't? I mean, it's real. I, it's not just an American thing, man. This, that's a worldwide thing. Uh, so so pork, uh, mainly for the mainly for the um the, the sausage and the bacon. But you know what? A good uh, a nice side of pork, you know, with some Greek seasonings on it fry or uh you know fried up in a pan thrown on a grill i I love grilling pork dude oh man you just can't beat it you cook it at that right that that perfect consistency where like it turns it goes from pink to cooked and you take it off in like that two or three minute window so it's still super juicy inside because there's nothing worse in my opinion than dried pork man it's super tough to eat and it's just like it's like it's like man, this was so close. It was so close to being good. But it's if you can get like a juicy piece of pork, exactly, man, exactly. But if you can get a juicy piece of pork, oh man, at, at, at a meal time with some with some green beans and, and maybe some rice pilaf on the side, oh man, you're in business. You're in business. Number two. Oh, see, this is tough, but I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to do it. Number two has got to be beef for me. A, a good steak. You never can beat a good burger, but a steak, you know, a good T-bone, ribeye. Mm. Oh, it, it's just, oh, it, you can't, it can't be beat, man. It can't be beat. I'm just, I'm just telling you. But it can't be beat by my number one, which has to be the fish and crustaceans, man. I, I love it. me I some fish and crustaceans. There. I love catfish. A good deep fried catfish, or like what I've discovered this summer, a good blackened catfish with some good peppered seasonings, some some Cajun seasonings. 
Oh man, you what can't about beat it. Wrapped but that's just bacon. the catfish, dude. Wrapped in bacon, you you were with me there when Smoked I when I discovered that. Plank? Yeah, you, you. I mean, you were. For those of you who don't know, I also have a YouTube channel and I shoot YouTube videos. And I, for the first time, took a catfish, caught a catfish, cleaned it right on the riverbank, wrapped it in bacon, put it on a cedar plank on the grill, ate it right there. Oh, and Tyler, you were with me. That I mean. My goodness, my goodness, that was just incredible. I mean, that's it, one of those life-changing experiences. You know, you're gonna look back. You know, when I when I am 75, you know, uh, you know, 50 years from now, and I'm just that's gonna be one of those memories that I just go, you know what? That that made life worth living right there. You know, those little discoveries. Um, but I mean, and, and not only catfish. I mean, you pull a trout right out of the river, man. You clean it right there. You throw it in a pan with some butter, some salt, some lemon, a little garlic powder, and 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 you eat. I mean, you go from from caught live in the river to cooked in fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Oh man, dude, you can't beat that. And then obviously, I mean, you got king crab, you got lobster. I'm a huge shrimp person. Uh, also, for those of you who love the mud bug, aka crawdad, aka crayfish, also an excellent delicacy, fresh water. Um, I, th- th- I think it's the variety of that meat group. Because then also, you know, you get a good, you know, um, uh, like a bluefin jack from the ocean. Uh, I catch mm. those. Uh, they also call them, uh, I believe, ulua. Um, it's a, it's a meteor type of fish. It's not like that. It's flaky yet firm. And the texture, I think it's the textures and the consistencies and the way you can cook and all the different varieties of ways you can cook, uh, lobster, crab, fish, shrimp. It makes it my number one. Love some halibut. Halibut. Yes. Yes. I mean, throw down a little fish and chips for yourself kind of a deal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, oh. Dude, it, it, it really is. I'm sitting here getting hungry, and I'm looking around my desk here, seeing if there's anything I can uh, munch on. But, man, it's got to be number one. Honorable mention, uh, ooh, you know, that's tough. But I'm going to have to go because there are so many ways. Uh, eh, gosh, that's tough because I, I want to throw chicken in there as an honorable mention. But uh, it just seems so uh, chicken uh you know it's just it's chicken man and it's good it's okay you know i mean it's it's always good you know it's like yeah chicken that's that's fine you know it's always good you can serve it at everything you make you know teriyaki sauce with it you can throw a bunch of seasonings on it but uh except for the I, next I'm trying to make day sure... it's not good the next that... day i don't care how yeah. you cook it the next day it tastes like garbage so it's gotta be hot right off the grill or whatever you're yeah. doing it can't yep. be saved the next day. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, you know, well, now let me ask you this, because this makes me think. Do we rope chicken in with fowl? So do we add, just, just, because it's got wings, man, it's got feathers. Does that get roped in with, like, duck? Does it get roped in with, with uh, you know, pheasant and everything? Because, I, I mean, man, you cook I up think a pheasant, kinda, man. I, I've they're kind of different flavors, though. Now, go yeah, ahead. that's true. I don't care. We do what we want. You know we'll what? Group them because all it's it's you know because it is feathered. You know they are feathered friends. Let's go ahead and group that in. So I'm comfortable then with that being in my honorable mention because you know I've had uh, I've had some pheasant. I've had quail as well. Um, that was good. Uh, you know, obviously, 
See, now, can I throw the turkey in there as well, then? Because obviously oh, yeah. turkey is delicious. Big fat. Okay, so, okay. And now, see, now I feel more comfortable about this decision because tur- I love turkey, you know, and turkey is not just a Thanksgiving kind of a meal. Turkey year-round is fantastic. Um, Sandwiches. Uh, but obviously, turkey sandwiches, exactly. So, okay, I feel better about that. That's my honorable mention. The fowl would be my honorable mention in the, uh, so three in the culinary pork. meat groups. Three is yes. pork. Two is steak. One. Yep, beef. Okay, St- beef, the beef family, and then yep, uh, yep. one is the fish and crustaceans. Yep, seafood. It's got to be. Yep, seafood. With your honorable mention, mention being the fowl. Being the fowl. Yep, and that's so. If you if you said, Micah, you can only eat one food group for the rest of your life. I get, you know it have to be it have to be the fish and and crustaceans, and I would be okay with that too because. Because the textures and consistencies you can get out of all the different kinds of crustaceans and fish, it, it really can cover – it covers the whole gamut, man. And, and, and I could live with myself and, and, and die a happy man um, Absolutely. with I, just that Any that of one those group. food groups I could probably – I could do. I could do. See, uh, well, uh, that well, you know, I won't get into that because I was going to say the fowl group, I don't know. I, I would hate myself for a long time only being able to eat fowl. Um, yeah. you know, chicken, pheasant, turkey, that would get old after a while. And I would just start to, um, deteriorate mentally and, and physically. And I would just really start to question myself and my judgment at the time when I said, Hey, all I'm going to eat for the rest of my life is foul. And then, uh, I'd probably feel very foul with myself, uh, for a long time. So, nice wordplay. so uh, you like that? You like that? Yeah. Speaking of wordplay. Dude, it's time to play this next segment, which we call the Team Stock Watch. This is where we go around the NFL, and we look at different teams around the NFL, uh, and we're going to figure out, are we going to buy stock, sell, or are we going to hold the stock that we have in these teams? And we each got two this week. So, Tyler, man, hit me with your first two. Are you ready for this? I am ready. I am totally ready. Okay, first one for you, Micah. On the clock for you to buy, sell, or hold are the Buffalo Bills. Do you buy stock in the Buffalo Bills? Let me remind you, they dismantled the Vikings last week. They completely demolished them. Josh Allen was leaping over people. He hurtled people like Cam Newton, Superman, uh, jumping over people. Do you buy, sell, or hold on your stock, Micah? Dude. He was leaping defenders, uh, you know. He was leaping tall defenders in a single bound. That was impressive. That was fantastic. If you like that little movie reference there, um, gosh, you know, I, you know, I like Allen. I think he is going to develop into a, a pretty solid quarterback. I remember watching him, you know, in Wyoming. Uh, he's got a cannon arm. He can move the ball well, as we saw with his feet as well. That's that's a big commodity nowadays in the NFL. If you if you're able to move, um. As far as stock goes, this year, man, you know, I think it was a one-off. I think the Vikings were asleep. I think they thought it would be a cakewalk. The Bills got some fight in them, and I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm excited for the Bills Mafia to be able to get a big win like that. I still don't see them winning more than maybe a, a couple more games this year. I'm still I'm still selling my stock in the Bills as far as if we're talking if we're talking massive improvement this year, you know, a team that might go like 8 and 8 or better. Um I don't like that. I don't like that gamble. I'm still going to sell. I think this was just a one-off for the Bills. All right. Second team 
on the auction block. Um, we are going the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. Buy, sell, or hold that stock, Micah. You know what? That's tough. They're one and two now. Yep. One and um, two. You know the Saints had Saints had the big comeback. They were up on the Saints. Uh, by quite a bit, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I, I think they had a comfortable, much like the Raiders, they had a comfortable lead for a long time in that game, and then the Saints just wanted it more. Um, if we're talking about a team that's going to do well, we're talking you know postseason aspirations, I'm going to hold my stock on that one. Because, again, they've got the talent there. They've got the talent to rattle off you know two, three, four, maybe three, four, five wins in a row. Um, I'm not quite confident that they can do that, but I'm not, uh, I'm not going to say it's not possible. So I'm going to just hold my stock on the Falcons. I know it's one and two, uh, without, you know, 13 weeks left to play. They got plenty of time to get things figured out and to get, like I said, uh, get the ball rolling. So I'm going to just hold my stock on the Falcons. I'm, uh, I, you know, I like Matt Ryan. I like that offense, plenty of weapons on the offense, um, and the defense when they want to play well. Yeah, they they can make it happen. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold for now. I'm gonna hold for now. I'm not I'm not giving up on that that team, despite the one and two start. I'm gonna hold on that team. So that brings me to you, Tyler. Yes. Buy, hold, sell, the Denver Broncos. Always sell. Always sell. Now is that just the Raider fan in you coming out? Absolutely, you... that's the Raider fan in me. I hate those idiots. <laughs> two and one. Now you could argue that uh, you know against the Raiders probably should have lost that game. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, um, uh, what? Who? What did they last? They, they let's see. What, what did they do last week? I'm I'm totally I lost it, man. Um, they just I lost they to the, the they Chiefs just lost this to the, week. See, and that yeah, I don't I don't see that going well for them, honestly. So, so you're always sell. So you're going to sell on the Broncos despite their two and one record, then, huh? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Probably in reality, they're going to be a decent team, but I just always sell on the Broncos. I they're, they're going to be better. I don't than know. I, I don't know that Case Keenum takes them to the promised land. They, they probably, the way the Chiefs are looking right now, I don't know that anybody else from the AFC West is making the playoffs. Well, I'll just put yeah. it that way. So I, yeah. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. They'll probably win, I don't know, do you think 10, maybe 10 games? 10, the, the Broncos? Yeah. Really? You, you got them at 10 or 11 wins, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell week to week what they're gonna do um yeah no they yeah. didn't did they play the 49ers last week no that was the chiefs Who yeah did that was the chiefs they dismantled week? the 49ers they played the ravens last week and the i believe ravens. they lost didn't they yeah they did they lost to the ravens you called that one i lost it i thought they would go yep. to baltimore and win that's right i remember now um no i i learned my lesson i picked them once fool me once Strike one, fool me twice, strike three, in the words of Michael Scott. So, <laughs> strike three, Broncos. You're going down. There you go. There you go. All right, man. Second team. Uh, this, you know, a lot of Raider fans aren't going to like this one. But, are you going to buy, hold, sell 
stock on the Chicago Bears? Well, as long as they have Khalil quote-unquote booby miles quote mac they probably are gonna win and we know that booger loves them and we know that everybody else in the national media loves them (laughs) so you know what maybe i love them too all that defensive line is ferocious they yeah they have a and i am a i've said this many years i am a big proponent of of defense winning championships because as you have as we have seen and as we have been forced to watch almost as a torture ritual uh the raiders defense cannot hold a lead in the fourth quarter nor can they stop a nosebleed and so you know i really do wish i wish we had a defensive line and an offense uh our offense mixed with their defense. I think their offense is bad, but their defense is ferocious. I mean, that front, those front four, I, I think that has a lot of a lot to do with why Mac is doing as well as he is right now. Is because he has yeah. other people yeah. in there that are just as beastly as he is. Without Khalil Mack, that yep. team is still really good. But with Khalil Mack yep. and the other people, the other complementary pieces that the Bears have. They are mean. They are just a, a good defensive team. But you have to have offense too. And and that's yep. – I'm not sold. I'm not sold on their quarterback. Uh, I like Jordan Howard. I don't has, – has Kevin White produced more than like four catches in his entire career? He, I don't remember think so, when, man. When you, him you, and the, Cooper, the young man out of Cooper, it, were the, like yeah. the big like he was coming out of West Virginia, and Cooper was coming out of Alabama, and everybody was like, yep. "Man, we should have drafted Kevin White." Well, Raider Nation, yep. you got that one wrong, big time, yep. because Kevin White has like, I I don't know, I don't know how many catches he has, but I saw him standing on the on the sidelines. Did they? When did they play? I I saw them somehow. But uh, anyway, yeah, I saw him standing on the sideline, and I was like, I remember when Raider Nation was calling for uh, whoever drafted Cooper. I guess that was McKenzie, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. They were calling for McKenzie's head, being like, oh, Kevin White's so much better. Well, Cooper's had some big games, and yes, he's had his share of drops, but would you rather have uh, another wasted first-round pick on the sidelines or Cooper out catching for you? And I... As for one choose cooper so yeah i got Absolutely. way so, so, off i got way off topic i apologize <laughs> uh but to bring that all back the bears i'm holding on to my stock in the bear no no i'm buying stock in the bears i'm gonna buy some stock in wow. the bears i'm not gonna now, take even the easy after, way out even after they're they're showing us the cardinals barely being able to beat the cardinals if cardinals had any uh, you know, resemblance of a quarterback back there. The Cardinals could have won that game easily, you know, with the last second Well, field do we goal. say that same uh, thing about the Vikings, though? Like, do we sell the Vikings stock just because they got demolished by the Bills? I still think the Vikings are a decent team. Yeah, okay, that's fair, that's fair. I'm just thinking that it seems like week in and week out, I feel like it was kind of a one-off for the Vikings. I feel like week in and week out that uh, Chicago offense has struggled. Uh, and like you said, I'm, I'm the same with you. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Trubisky. 
Um, and we'll have to see how that whole thing plays out. But uh, somebody mentioned, uh, uh, I think you're going to have to have that defense get two to three turnovers a game in order to keep the Bears in it because uh, we, they're not sure if Trubisky's the answer. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. Obviously, but you know, we all like know that, that Khalil, we all know that if you put Khalil Mack in, you'll win. Just like with Booby Miles, That's true. just like yep, Booby yep. Miles from Friday Night Lights, you put him in, you let him spin, and they win. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, we're moving on from this because I'm not getting drug into any more Khalil Mack talk. All right, man, we're gonna look at the rest of the AFC West. The matchups this week, we got Denver-Kansas City Monday night game. That should be solid. And we got 49ers versus Chargers before we get into the Oakland Raider game. Uh, give me your picks, man. Denver, Kansas City. Who you got winning that one? Kansas City. Kansas City yeah, wins. I uh, I'm going 31 to 10. And I'm saying that Marquette King gets replaced by a punter from the practice squad. Wow. Wow. Did you hear about bad. that this week, Micah? Yeah, I heard about that. They got uh, they got uh, the new punter in town, kind of trying to uh, give a little shots fired, warning shots fired across the bow of uh, Marquette King's ship yeah, there. That's for because sure. Because he's, he's averaging like 44 yards a punt or something like that. And he's punting Oof. in mile-high air. For crying out loud, I bet he's not making well, yeah, any. Well, uh, I bet he's not making any spoof videos off of that now, is he? <laughs> you mean spoof videos of the job he's actually supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I don't think that's happening. That dude's no a more clown. Chucky doll videos. He's a, he is a clown. Yeah. He's a green Power Ranger ninja clown. That was one of those players that when we got rid of him, you know, there was, it seems like there was a lot of, there were a lot of fans that were upset about that. And I was not one of them. I, I've never cared for him. Um, uh, it's easy to have fun and, and have a big time and let things slide when you're winning. But, uh, you know, when he's out there having fun with Tlaib and all that kind of stuff, and it's just, it's, no, we got no place for that. Give me, give me the Oakland Raiders who were the bullies, you know, the bullies of the, of the, you know, green of the uh of the field you know I, I want the bully oakland raiders i want these teams man this team to come back and just be the uh you know it's just the nasty i, I want the nasty back I, I, we're missing that and I, I think that's why uh so many people do like gruden because he brings kind of that uh he kind of personifies a bit of nasty that the uh, raiders used to have so and 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 market king was not one of those players he's a he's a class clown and you know that's fun like i said for a while when you're winning at times are good uh, but man, that gets old fast. That gets old fast, and it sounds like he's wearing his welcome out there in Denver. Uh, no surprise there. But like you said, you're, you're in mile high, and you're kicking. You're averaging 44 yards a punt. I mean, I think I could average 44 yards a punt in mile high, man. I'm pretty sure with a little stretching, uh, I could probably do that as well. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Kansas City as well. Kansas City in that game. Um, I there. I believe they're in Denver this week for that game. And until you could show me a way to stop Mahomes. Uh, I might have to go ahead. You know, last week I only ate half a crow on Mahomes because I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you know, we, we when we were eating crow on on uh, on you know previous weeks, I I said I I don't I'm not buying Mahomes. But you know that dude's put up unreal numbers these past three weeks, and I'm gonna go ahead and have to finish finish off that last half a crow on Mahomes. This dude's the real deal, and uh, until you can show me a way to stop this guy, until you can dial something up to where you can come against Andy Reid. And Mahomes, that duo that they've got going on in Kansas City, that thing's for real. 
and uh, I like them to get done against Denver. I know okay. something. What do you got? What do you got? It's called the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> oh, oh, you did go there. You did I go went there. there. Oof, right there. <laughs> man, well, I, you know, I guess you know, if, at least they're in it, man. At least they're in it. I, I got to give them that. I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be in the playoffs and lose than to not even get a sniff of the playoffs at all. I'll just put it that way. Um. 49ers Chargers, man. Niners just lost Garoppolo for the season. I'd almost feel bad, but it's the 49ers, so I don't feel bad. I feel bad for Garoppolo personally because you know we've we've had our own season derailed. You know when Carr went out with that uh, with his broken leg, I understand that feeling. But it is the 49ers. They talk a lot of smack, and uh, I don't feel I don't feel bad for the fans. I do feel bad for Garoppolo, promising young quarterback. I think he was overhyped though. I'm not buy. I didn't buy the hype on Garoppolo, but uh, that's that's pretty tough. Now they play the Chargers, whose defense, you know, hasn't been what it was supposed to be. That's another something else that's been overhyped. Um, I'm gonna go Chargers in this one as well. I think Chargers get pull even to two and two. I think they get it done pretty easily against a 49ers team that's kind of reeling right now and a team right now that I think is is uh, very quickly gonna start looking to the off season and to next season, kind of like the Raider fans are right now. What, what, what say you? No, I I probably, just because of the Chargers offense and what they've shown in the past you know, few weeks, like they've put up pretty decent numbers, unfortunately. Um, but Mike Williams looks pretty good. He's back from, you know, he had a, a discectomy surgery last year, which um, I had one of those, and it's it's, I still have problems with it, but... You know, it's a tough surgery to come back from. People are like, "Oh, you just go in there and clean out the disc a little bit," but no, I mean, you're you're talking a lot of nerves and mus muscles and stuff like that. Coming back from that injury and playing at this level that he's been playing at the past few weeks is it's incredible to me. Um, and you know, they've they've still got Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers. Um, but you know, unless they turn the ball over a bunch on Saturday or on Sunday, I think you know I think they get the job done too. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Which brings us to our game of the week: Oakland v. Browns. Man, this is a this is a highly anticipated matchup just for the fact that, dude, I don't want to lose to the Browns. I mean, There's I don't like a lot like of anxiety in, in the air, Sunday. isn't there? Yeah, yeah. But 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 one of them, like I said, I don't like losing any day of the week but losing to the browns is really just i i think that's rock bottom if oakland loses at home against the browns i honestly don't know if you can sink any lower even if we go 0 and 16 man if we went 1 and 15 but we beat the browns like uh, that would be at least something but if, if we lose to the browns at home uh, despite this baker mayfield and and all that we'll get into that um it's going to, I mean, we will be right back there. We're already somewhat of a laughing stock. We're not quite the worst team in the NFL. I know we're tied with two other teams. We, we're, we're one of two other teams that don't, of three teams total right now that don't have a win. But, uh, um, you know, Cleveland being the laughing stock for so long, you know, if they come in and, and, and just trash the Raiders in the Coliseum, that's that's going to be no good. And there's there are going to be a lot of ramifications from that, I believe. I don't know what they're going to be, but I think there are going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be something's got to happen, I think, at that point. What is it going to take for the Oakland Raiders to pull out their first win of the season at home against the Browns? 
I think it's cliche at this point, but you've got to finish. You've got to finish the fourth quarter. Yeah. You have got to come yeah. out in the second half, and you've got to bury somebody. And whether it's the offense that just buries points, or it's the defense that actually gets a stop or two, you have to. You have to win the fourth quarter. I think that's what you have to do. Yeah. And like I said, we're in the third week, and that already feels like me talking like Dennis Allen for two years. Like Dennis Allen would always say the <laughs> same thing. I could quote the man. I knew exactly what he was going to say. I knew exactly what his excuses were going to be. And I feel like Dennis Allen in saying this, but you have got to win the fourth quarter. You've got to put up more than a goose egg in the fourth quarter. Um, let me just say this, though. Baker Mayfield, while we're on that topic, guess how many uh, – Guess what number of starting quarterback he is for the Browns since 1999? Oh, uh, I, I'm going to just take a crack in the dark. 24? 30. I have no idea. He's the 30th oh my gosh. starting quarterback That's obscene. For, the, for the Cleveland Browns since 1999, since they came back. Oh. Brian Hoyer is the only quarterback on that list of quarterbacks with a winning record at 10-6. and six. And... Cody Kessler, um, shout out to Cody Kessler, at, who's a backup for the Panthers, I think, this year. Uh, he he has the highest grade of any quarterback on that list. Despite going 0-8, he has an 87.4 grade uh, from PFF. So there you go. <laughs> great. Knowledge bombs great. galore you right know, there. Dude, I love it. I love it, man. You know, Cleveland, I think I think to win this game, Cleveland, I believe, is ranked fourth or fifth in the league right now in rushing yards. They have over 400 rushing yards through three games. Um, Miles Garrett is tied with the league uh, leaders uh, with four sacks on the season already. Uh, you know, we I, I was really impressed with how Oakland stopped the run last week against Miami. Now, a lot of their big, you know, their big plays were end arounds, but when it was when it was line up and run right at Oakland, they did a heck of a job, man, of of stopping the run. And I was really impressed with that. If Oakland can get the job done there and put, you know, put the put the weight of this game on, you know, the inexperience of Baker Mayfield, uh, I think that's what's that's what they're going to have to do uh, to win this game. Also, we saw it last week, and we touched on it on episode two, man. Before we played Miami, they had to stop Tannehill, and on third and goal from the one, I'm sorry, on third and one from Miami's own one, I'm sorry, third and nine from Miami's own one. Tannehill ran for ten yards. That was another one of those plays that it was just like, you know, they could have been punting from the back of their end zone. Oakland was going to get the ball more than likely in you know Dolphin territory. Instead, Tannehill uses his legs, picks up ten yards on the third and nine from their own one. Uh, just things like that. Th- that's going to be unacceptable. And we've got this quarterback this week in Mayfield who can also he can boot, scoot, and boogeyman. And and the Raiders are going to have to rein him in. They can't. This defense has trouble as it is. They can't have this third threat um, uh, plague them all game. So they're going to have to stop this Cleveland rush attack, which I've got a pretty good... uh, I feel like they're going to be able to do a good job of that. And they're also going to have to stop Baker Mayfield. 
uh, from you know wrecking havoc from from you know converting those you know third and tens those third and eights you know where Oakland should be getting the ball back the coverage is good but then you know the line you know loses contain and Bayfield's able to sprint for 10 12 15 yards kind of a thing those are just the killers those are the killers and and that's that's going to be the key in my opinion for Oakland to win this game it's going to be on defense and it's a tall task I mean we're asking this you know aging defense um to get the job done but we're gonna have some players back like pj hall i believe he should be back this week on the interior uh we'll touch on him in a second dude give me one bold prediction uh for this game give me a bold prediction look into your crystal ball well what do you got in your crystal ball for a bold prediction for this game oh crystal ball um you know i'm looking i'm looking really hard into my crystal ball and it's just kind of hazy, and it's kind of cloudy, and it's not really telling me much of anything. I went out on a limb last week, and I was like, I was adamant that the Raiders were going to finally overcome the fourth quarter woes. Would it be too bold to say that the Raiders score a touchdown in the fourth quarter? Would that be too bold? Would I be too going too far, expecting too much to say... In no. my crystal ball right now, I'm seeing the number four, and I'm seeing the number seven, and I'm seeing, I'm taking that as fourth quarter, there will be a touchdown in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm, that's what my crystal ball says right now. That's awesome. And you know, any other day, I wouldn't let that slide as a, as a bold prediction, but through three fourth quarters, we are still yet to score a touchdown. That's pretty sad that that becomes a bold prediction, but I, you know what? I gotta, I gotta give it to you, man. I think that's a bold prediction that Oakland actually gets a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, I like it. I like it. Mine. I'm gonna ride with this one, man. I like this young man, PJ Hall. Uh, I like, I liked him. You know, coming out of college, he had a strong, very strong preseason. He had a solid first game too. He he was able to to create, uh, you know, against that really talented uh, Rams front. Uh, he was able to still get some push in there. I'm going to say he goes and gets himself a sack this game. He's coming off an energy, in, injury. I don't believe he's played the last two weeks. Uh, but he's going to come in and he's going to he's gonna do some damage. And he's going to have some, uh, some of the Raider Nation talking. Maybe this is the pass rush we're looking for. Because that's what he does. He gets after the quarterback. And Oakland really doesn't have a defensive tackle. Um you know, that strictly gets, we've got a lot of run stuffers, but we don't have a defensive tackle. I feel like that really gets up and gets after the quarterback. You know, we leave that to Irvin. We leave that to key. We leave that to, you know, frosty Rucker who, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know that's just Sorry. terrible. But, uh, um, but you know, I, that's my, that's my bold prediction this week. PJ Hall is going to get Baker Mayfield. He's going to, he's going to bust up the middle and Mayfield's not going to, he's not going to have anywhere to go. Hall's going to take him down and uh, Raider Nation should get, I think, I still think they should get pretty excited about this guy. I like him to develop into a solid uh, middle presence for them. He's a big dude. He's got some wheels and uh, he's got some nasty, he's got a nasty bull rush, dude. Watching him in college, watching him this preseason, man, that dude's an animal and he's nasty. He is nasty in the middle, and so I like him. I like him to get a sack this Sunday. My bold prediction. So, dude, we're both one and two right now. We both lost last week, and we were pretty adamant Oakland would get a win. Once again, should have gotten a win, but did not. What's your score prediction for this week? Oakland, Cleveland, in the Coliseum. Give me a score prediction. I should have an answer for this right off the bat, but I don't because I have been debating all week. Um, 
man, this... There will be heck to pay if we lose to the Browns. And the nation will be in arms. I believe there will be riots. I believe there will be people grabbing torches, pitchforks, knives, machine guns. I don't know. (laughs) Any, any, you know, any weapon. Pointy object. Pointy objects. Prison shanks. Um, I mean... Yes, wrought iron I, I fences. Yeah, I think they'll probably rip signs out of the ground and start making guillotines out of those signs. Like I, rate we need to win something fierce this week. Yeah, like we something bad or something, something bad is going to happen, and I don't want that to happen. So here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Raiders win, but it's gonna be a close game. I think the defense in Cleveland is much improved. I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield. I think the way that you shut him down is you bring A-gap pressure. If you go back and you watch his tape at Oklahoma, you bring stuff up the middle. He's kind of he's kind of like a Drew Brees. Now, Drew Brees is great, um, and I, I just don't know how he sees his receivers because he's, he's not a very big guy, but... A gap pressure bothered uh, Baker Mayfield in college, and so I would, you know, I think that's going to be the way they've got to flush him out. But then Key also has to stay home to protect the end, him and Irvin, so that he can't just yeah. run run out the you know run out the back door, so to say, so to speak. But anyway, score wise, I think we hang. I think we hang 24 points on them, and they probably okay. hit 18, 24-18. There you go. There you go. I'm with you, man. I, I think this is – it's do or die you right know, now. I think you're going to see – 18 is a hard number. Let's go 24-17. Let's go by a touchdown. 24-17. There yeah. you go. There you go. I think the feeder to the fire right now, I think you're going to see John Gruden get a lot more aggressive in the second half with this play calling – um, I, you know, we've seen Marshawn Lynch where they're slowly opening him up. I think you're going to see a little more Marshawn in the fourth quarter as well. Uh, I've got the Raiders winning this one too. I just, I think it's, it's do or die right now. They need to get this win. They go into, uh, it's a buy after this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, yeah, it's a buy. And, uh, and then I think they go to London against the Seahawks. That's right. I, and that's going to be, be a tough game. Though. I, I know the Seahawks aren't very good. But and the offensive line is is kind of garbage, and the run game isn't there. But anytime you play Russell Wilson, he's one of those guys that he could just make stuff happen. The Raiders need a win, and it's do or die right now. I'm not even talking. I'm not talking postseason. I'm just talking for franchise and to keep everything in, it intact, and for like you said, for riots in the streets not to happen. It needs to I happen w- this week. We were wrong. Go ahead. So this week they have the Browns. Next week we play the chargers but that's kind of like oh, a home okay. game anyways then the... <laughs> yeah that's true or no let's see this is the yeah i think it goes browns chargers seahawks then the bye and oh, then okay. the colts okay. at home so sorry about and, and that the raiders... raider nation so we've no, got no, we've got browns at raiders 
Raiders versus Chargers in LA that will probably be a home game kind of anyways. Then we yep. fly across the pond to play the Seahawks. And then we have our bye week. Then the okay. Colts come to town on the 28th okay. of October. And, and, and you know, if we want any shot at the Chargers, um, they're, Oakland's going to need to get some confidence going. And they're going to need to start that off with a win this week in the Coliseum. I've got them winning 27 to 20. I think it's one of those games. It's like 13 to 20. I think you're right. Going into the fourth quarter, 13 to 20, Oakland hangs a seven, Browns hang a seven, and uh, it kind of fizzles out there. I think the offense finds a way to eat up some clock, actually make some first downs, uh, pin the Browns back deep in their own territory, make them drive the length of the field. I do like Oakland winning by a touchdown, 27 to 20, 27 to 20 um, and I think they finally get the W. It's one and three. It's not much, but it's a start, and you're definitely going to need this win if you want to go and beat the Chargers because right now the Chargers are a very talented team. Maybe that defense isn't as good as as advertised, but there's no doubt that offense is humming. And, I mean, it's going to be one of those games you're going to have to outscore them, but that's for next week's podcast. So we both got the Raiders winning this week. Hopefully that comes to fruition. Dude, we got anything else, man? Are we good here? Are we good here? Uh, do you want to put in the injury report? Yeah, man. Injury report. Uh, last week, uh, we lost our kicker, Mike Nugent. Um, he is out for the year and on IR. We had a kickoff with, uh, a, yeah, a kickoff, uh, with five kickers. I think that was on Wednesday. Um, and the winner out of that was a rookie from Kansas State University, uh, Matt McCrane. And, okay. And so I don't know much about him. Uh, I know that he he said that he's from Texas, so he knows how to kick off of dirt, which makes sense because they kick. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> dirt in Texas. Um, and then uh, we also lost Carl Joseph last week to a hamstring injury. Um, and so he probably he still was listed as out uh, today. Today's Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday, um, and he was not practicing today. Uh, but then players that return, we have PJ Hall, as you mentioned, coming back from that ankle injury. He was a full go today on Thursday. Awesome. Uh, Bruce Irvin was a full go today on Thursday, and also our fourth-round draft pick, Mr. Nick Nelson. Uh, Was he a fourth-rounder? Fourth or fifth, yeah. No, you might be right. Fourth, fourth. fourth. Okay. So from Wisconsin, the Badger, um, he is back from that hamstring injury that he had. So probably just a strain, uh, a pulled hamstring on that. And and as we know, cornerback, you got to have your hamstrings. That's it. Yeah. You got to... Got to have that speed. So uh, those are the guys that are back, and those are the guys we lost. So Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll hopefully get uh, get the kicker situation figured out because, man, if we lose uh, if we lose a game because we don't have the right kicker in there, man, that's just going just, just gonna to add fuel to the fire. It's, <laughs> I, maybe that's the way it could get worse. <laughs> yeah, Nugent kicked a 52-yard field goal with a hip injury. So uh, Good that grief. Was, 
that was gu- a gutty performance from him. Thank you, Mike Nugent, for yeah. doing that for us. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Behind Patch. On Twitter, on Facebook, you can just look us up behind the iPatch Facebook page. Give us a thumbs up, a like, and a follow. We'd love to hear from you. Also, give us a call at, and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-9771. We'd love to be able to play your voicemails, hopefully again this week, after a W, man, on Sunday. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on the game, good or bad. Um, again, that number is 208-557-9771. We'd love to hear from the Raider Nation. And if we lose this week, I may answer that phone call just to, <laughs> just, just to keep people from jumping. So, you know, if you, if you need a friend, if you need somebody to talk to this weekend, I've got Micah, I've got my friend Courtney Birch, uh, who are awesome guys. Uh, we, you know, we, we kind of go a little overboard sometimes, all of us, and then we all buoy each other up. But, you know, if you're, having a, if you're having a hard time, give us a call, uh, I, and I may answer it. You could talk to me. And How lucky would that person be to be able to talk to me? I'm just oh, kidding. Dear. Totally that kidding. That would just be but... fantastic. Maybe you might even send them some signed paraphernalia. Yeah. I, I know I'm speaking, you know, out of turn here, but you never know. You might, you might get Tyler... Tyler in the flesh, man. You, you just, you just, you never know. You well, know we have kind of talked pleasures. about making making some T-shirts with our sick logo, which my boy Hemahe Muli, thank you, sir, um, and, awesome. and his design company did a heck of a job on that logo. It looks sweet. But anyway, we may be making some T-shirts. So if you give me a call Sunday, I'll talk you off the ledge, and I may put my John Hancock on that shirt and send it out to you. That's fantastic, and hopefully there'll be no ledge on Sunday. Hopefully we'll have a little optimism heading in uh, uh, to play the Chargers the following following week. So, guys, once again, Raider Nation, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it, and give us a rating too. We're on iTunes, so when you hit us up on iTunes to pleasure your ears on the podcast, we'd love some feedback. Leave us a rating, preferably five stars. But you know what? we won't judge you if if you know if we get a three or a two. If or we're I hate bad, we're one. bad. Let us know. That yeah, helps you know, us get I, better. Yeah, you know, I guess we have to be held accountable too. You know, I, I guess that goes for everybody. So, <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us again for another week. We will talk to you in the next episode. Just win, baby. 